847 on the Crosstalk on WIZM, the GAO, the Government Accountability Office. Everyone has heard of that organization. Everyone knows to a degree what that organization does. They call themselves independent, nonpartisan congressional agency. Did you know that they make contributions, uh, political contributions, to those running for office? Did... Whew, I just just to make it clear, I invited uh, Dan Gaynor from Newsbusters to join us to talk a little about that because I had and I've asked a number of people in this building, Dan, uh, that are pretty well connected, to, you know, to the news and and uh, and politics. They had no idea that the GAO makes political contributions. In fact. They all asked the same question, why are they even making political contributions, even if they were 50-50 for all the parties? Good morning. Good morning. Well, first of all, let's put this in context, because the GAO, like the rest of the federal government, is based in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., the place where Hillary Clinton won 91% of the vote, and Donald Trump barely came in second. Think about that for a second. The President of the United States barely came in second in the nation's capital because it's so liberal, because the government employees and the Beltway bandits who work with government are so liberal, they want big government so bad that they barely came in second. So, so then, you know, we basically got the last vestige of unionism in this country is pretty much government. You know, whether it's state and federal, you know, it doesn't matter. But GAO is unionized. So this wonderful nonpartisan agency, media, media use that term nonpartisan all the time. And, you know, Boston Post, LA Times, and others. You know, oh, it's nonpartisan. But of course, it's union, which represents the employees. Yeah, not so much. Back in 2016, their donations went 100% to, drumroll please, Democrats. <laughs> 100, yeah. 2018, it was, I think it's 89%. And this time, oh, they've really gotten good now. You know, they've really reformed. They're nice and neutral now. It's 75% for Democrats this this election cycle. Three to one, Democrats over Republicans for the non, you know, this nonpartisan neutral agency. And, And in case you weren't sure just from the numbers, their union is part of the AFL-CIO. Now, you can like or love the AFL-CIO or despise it, whatever. But in its history, it has never been accused, never been accused of being a conservative organization. <laughs> you, know, you just can't, can't rationalize that. So when, when the, you know, the nonpartisan neutral organization, its union, donates almost entirely to one political party, and oh, by the way, is a member of the AFL-CIO, which is a wildly liberal union, yeah, you might get a little clue. Well, and they proudly call themselves a political union, a liberal political union. They don't try to hide it. Uh, I don't get it. At 100% of their contributions in 2016, 89% of their contributions, $61,950 to Democrats in 2018, 75% currently, that's 26.9, and we still have quite a ways to go before the 2020 electoral cycle. So there's going to be more. How could they possibly, with a straight face, call themselves independent and nonpartisan? Well, they can't, but they do. They do. But then again, let's put 
that in context. Who are the people running around other than them saying that they're nonpartisan or neutral? The very same media who say they're nonpartisan and neutral. Right, I guess. You know? yeah. So, so you know, when you hear that from the Washington Post and L.A. Times, you know, well, let's see, you guys think you're neutral. Oh, well, no wonder you think they're neutral. Yeah. <laughs> they, they support one political party. Of, yeah, of they're standing hand in hand in the same bucket of poop and calling each other clean and fair. Yeah, they, the, it's not the emperor has no clothes; it's the government has no clothes. Wow, and and the media. I guess it doesn't surprise me that no one in the media, except you guys at Newsbusters, are calling them on that. Will this? Uh, are my listeners the only ones who are going to hear this? Well, actually, no. I've I've shockingly done a lot of radio and some Have some you? TV on great, this. Great, great. I, I think everybody is equally appalled. You know, I mean, look, Donald Trump calls Washington the swamp for good reason. I mean, it's you know hundreds of years of built-in government growth, so that even during the Great Recession, when you know America. Americans were suffering in every state in the Union. The one place that was still doing fine, Washington, D.C., where because they take all your tax money and mine and bring it into D.C. and say, hey, yeah, we'll hire here. You guys are fine. Don't worry about it. Has anyone ever called the GAO on this and said, hey, you guys, either cut it out or become fair or we're going public? I suppose. Well, the thing, the thing is, though, it's, it's a, you know, we've got government unions. Government unions are so bad that even FDR warned against them. I, think about that. The, the most famously liberal president in American history, federal, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, warned that government employee unions would be bad. So, so I mean, it's not me, you know. <laughs> that's, not, huh. that's I think mean, it's widely accepted the government employee unions end up, you know, Government gives you goodies, and then you know, you institutionalize certain behavior. Uh, and you don't see lots of conservative people being drawn into big government because conservatives inherently are in opposition to big government. So they're it, not going to go take the big government jobs. Right. I'm curious whether or not there is enough a big money on on the Republican side. We, we talk all the time about the those bajillionaires who are funding Democrat issues, and and uh, occasionally it used to be uh, a lot of uh, Koch brothers until one of them died. Uh, we haven't heard a lot about uh, their political activism of late, but there are wealthy Republicans who fund activities. There are uh, very wealthy Democrats who fund activities, and then there are groups that are funded by unions who fund activities. Will Republicans get the same? Kind of financial support from their people, so to speak. Well, one hopes so, but right now, I mean, for all that uh, Donald Trump is fundraising well, he is up against uh, Mike Bloomberg, who's running for president, who's basically trying to buy the presidential election. And, and I mean, I say buy the. I mean, I, we've never seen anybody in history, in human history, do what Mike Bloomberg is doing right now. He's already spent a quarter of a billion dollars. He's not running for president. Nobody thinks Mike Bloomberg's going to be the nominee. He is running to stop Donald Trump, to stop every American who votes for Donald Trump. Mike Bloomberg wants to take your guns and control what you eat and drink. I mean, remember, he's the guy who banned big gulps. Oh, you know, sure. He, he is this big government fascist. And so, you know, people, people were bothered by that. And, of course, he's made his reputation building a media empire. 
So, so I mean, that's, that's where a lot of the money, and frankly, these days, the Cokes are working with George Soros on, on some stuff. So they've sort of backed out of the, you know, the Coke empire sort of backed out of the day-to-day battle in a lot of ways. Uh, there are some wonderful conservative donors out there who, with big money who, who support conservative causes, but there aren't enough of them. Yeah, that's the tough part. Uh, Republicans are and, and conservatives are going to have to do the hard work themselves. That's, uh, that's really the tough part. Dan Gaynor from Newsbusters, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. Don't be fooled. Well, sadly, you have to pay really, really close attention to who you're getting your information from because even the Government Accountability Office, the GAO, is as biased as bias can be.